great guests over the next two hours. Uh, Craig Ferentino, John Ray, the captain, Rich Human. First, though, Mark Woolley, an old friend, uh, the uh, <laughs> fine, fine district director of the 3rd Congressional, does a lot of work uh, during the Santos days, continues to do it, obviously. Of course, we knew him well back in the Lee Zeldin days. There was a piece written in the New York Post. I was alerted to it, and it was outrage beyond belief. Uh, I had a conversation with Mark on Saturday. I said, listen, you got to come on, and uh, he's nice enough to give us a couple here uh, on this uh, Monday morning. Mark, great having you here. Uh, you know, I read the piece in the Post, and I said, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. Uh, that's not Woolies, what he's all about. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. We had a long yeah. conversation. I wanted you to come on, my friend. Uh, give me a sense here, because I know you reached out to this guy, Levine, who wrote the piece, John, Yeah. Uh, who I thought was a competent guy when it comes to reporting, but, you know, it's like reporting 101, journalism 101. Check yeah. the sources. Back and forth, back and forth. Feel the onion back. My goodness. Uh, I was disgusted by it. Welcome. Thank you, I appreciate it, and, and I appreciate you having me on. Normally, I wouldn't uh, be the guy who comes on to radio shows or does as much TV or talks to the press. Uh, I thought about it as we were wrapping up uh, the, the uh, New York Free uh, mission that we have. And then this article came out, and I thought, you know, I, I got to, I got to come on and at least try to set the record straight. I saw the article, and it started talking about uh, my staff here, and, and as the director uh, of New York Three, which it's just been an honor and a privilege to do. We're, we're still, we're still here, we're still working. Uh, this staff uh, is, has done a phenomenal job under just some uh, unique and uh, troubling circumstances, but. I didn't ever. I never got a call from uh, the uh, writer of this of this article, reporter Mr. Levine. I ended up calling him. I let him know that uh, this is just not honest reporting, and uh, you know, you know where to find me, like everybody yeah. else. You know, I've, I've been around a bit. I, I've been talking to you know, I had a local press that wanted to talk to me once uh, Santos had been expelled. I've made myself available. I've done a couple articles since I've been here. It's been a year. But really, just to talk about my job here, as, as and why I'm here, and why I'm doing this. But I, I just thought it was be on, do honest reporting. Give me a shout. I would have gladly, you know, talked to him, shown him, you know, come down to the office. We've got two offices. We've got one in Douglaston. We've got one in Jericho. We're still working. My staff. We have six of us. We're still working all the way up to February nine. We have to cut off on that date. Uh, so and we split time. Um, I've got people working. You know, in the Douglaston office, a, a couple of days a week. I've got people working in the Jericho office a couple of days a week, and still, and some of us are doing, and some are doing work when they're not there. They do work at home, uh, and I try to get to Douglaston and to Jericho uh, on a daily basis. I mean, I'm I'm here in Riverhead, but that's never never stopped me from doing my job as far as getting out there and and being there. And then I can't be in two places at once, so I try to go ahead and split my time in Douglaston for a bit and then go over to Jericho for a bit. Uh, we've had some IT issues over at Jericho, as I think I'd mentioned to you, that I need to get squared away and get one of these we call managed routers in place so that the phones will be working and you have yeah. the, the internet working for whoever comes in. So right. that was the whole thing. You well, know, it's, it's, you know, Mark, yeah. you know, here's the thing, because I've known you a long time. I remember, the, you know, when I, when I started this job, <laughs> 
uh, here at yeah. LI News and very involved as far as Lee Zeldin and everything else in the senatorial. Um, you know, listen, you did yeoman's work then. And I could never okay. imagine, even though we, listen, Santos is Santos, okay? That doesn't yep. deter yep. the work of Mark right. Woolley and company. And because the Post, you know, went out to the offices and maybe it was closed, the office, uh, maybe uh, yeah. not, not, not finding anybody working there at a particular yeah. time, signs and whatnot. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean there was a dereliction of duty here, for God's sake. No. Uh, and, and like Mark said, he reached out to Levine uh, to no yeah. avail. You hope there's a retraction here. Uh, yeah. But quite frankly, you know, it, it was poor journalism. It really is. I mean, to state well, that, that no one's on the job. And by the way, you made a yeah. very key point to me on Saturday, if you don't mind conveying that to the audience, about who can actually well, handle you know, the type yeah. of calls and everything else. You made a great point. Go ahead. I appreciate it, Trey. Um, just just so you know, and, and as we start to close up, we've, we've closed over 1,300 cases in District 3. We have maybe 48 or so remaining that we're trying to close out between 9 and the 9th, between now and the 9th of February. We, I've heard over the the year that I've been there, and I've heard it from members and, and others saying, well, we're picking up you know, the slack of New York 3. People are coming over here, and we're doing their work in this district, in that district. You can't. By, by ethics standards, another member is not allowed to do another member's work because it's not their constituency. District 3 takes care of District 3. Same thing with 1, 2, 4, right on down the line. The only ones that could do the work of District 3 which is what's happening now, are the, are the senators, Gillibrand and Schumer. Mm-hmm. We stopped taking cases, new cases, as of January 16. We, we work for the clerk's office. Once Santos was expelled, we work for the clerk's office. We have a time where we actually have to stop taking new cases, that was January 16, and then start referring them to the senators, which I've done. I was in contact with my colleagues at the two senators' office and let them know heads up, they're coming, you know, starting the 16th, they're going to start to get those cases. But in the meantime, we're still continuing to go ahead and refer cases. People come in, they call, email, whatever it may be, to the senators, and then they were trying to wind up the last cases that we have before we hand them over to whomever comes in as as a new member um, after the 13th of February. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a lot of work to do. These are protocols that we have to follow per the clerk's office. It's not something that that we invented. It's just something that that we have to do. But it was a, it was a good thing. I just wanted people to understand that there's been a lot of talk since, since I was there, starting last January, about how other well members were picking up our, our our work and whatnot. It's just not allowed. And I know that because the eight years I was with Zeldin, I would get calls from people living in District you know, Two or or Swazis Two, maybe, and we would have to refer them back to their members' offices so their their staff could handle that work. Yeah. So what Mark's saying is, you know, all this stuff where uh, you had other congressional members trying to pitch in and field calls and whatnot, it's just not yeah. allowed. It's got to be on yeah. the same spectrum regarding the senatorial mm-hmm. is concerned. And that's uh, what he's saying. So, you know, you always get a lot of false information here, and that's why we try and, yep. and clean it up here because, you know, we want to be accurate. You can't jump the gun. You can't go to a guy's no. office and find, you know, nobody's there and, you know, no signage. Yeah. You can't just assume, you know, there's kind of a dereliction of duty. Let me ask you a question. No. In these types of situations, do the staffers that worked 
in the Santos's offices? Do they usually kind of stay in the district, Mark? How does that work? Yeah, well, the, we have the district staff. We, like I said, we have six staffers, including myself. Um, all of them have chosen to stay on board until the finish, finish the job. Every, you know, yeah. we came in here under, under some very difficult circumstances, and we grew to be, as far as I, I'll tell you, I'd, I'd stack this staff up against any of the others that I've ever overseen as a director, or fr- frankly, the ones that are out here, you know, I, I put them right up against anybody. They've done a remarkable job. Their job they've decided to, to stay on and, and help close it down. And so, the, and then they'll go ahead and they'll find their jobs. They could have left, some could have resigned and just walked away when, when, when uh, Santos was, was uh, expelled, but they've chosen not to do that. So, we're, you know, we're gonna be here un- until the end. There's a lot of pride, Jay, in what they did. When, when, when I came in, you know, this office was in complete turmoil. It had no direction on how to provide constituent service to New York 3. I was getting ready to retire uh, when uh, after, after Zeldin, and uh, I, it, this kind of irked me, seeing all the reports, and I thought, well, let's, let's you know, let's saddle up and go one more round. And that's kind of how it was. And, and take these people who, they were just friends of George. They had never done this work before. So they had to be trained, and and because no one else was looking to work for him, so they had to be trained. And at the same time, they had to learn how to put up with the things that were going on outside outside the office. You had people yelling and screaming, you had people people calling and, and being abusive. We had two telephone lines in the Douglasson office. We had no internet. We had no laptops. We had nothing. We had to pull everything together very quickly and, and get this going. So we were a little behind the eight ball. As far as the other new members on Long Island, they were off and running because they had a lot of things in place. We came into this and it was really, I don't even know if you call it a shell of an operation, but it needs to be made operational and really quickly. Like I said, we were able to pull this off and get this done. And uh, we, we became so good at what we did but as far as passports, social security, IRS cases, veterans cases. I mean, and, and it went right down the gamut. I mean, we ended up securing a Purple Heart for the family of a World War One veteran who up until that time couldn't get that done. And within four months that I came on, you know, I got the Army to, you know, we found the information, got it in front of the Army, and it basically embarrassed them into saying, you know, you got to take care of one of your own here. This is a World War One veteran who had been gassed while serving over in France. That's very proud when you're able to pull something like that. You know, there's people just won't know what happened other than Santos. They're missing the story of, of yeah because they think Santos showed up. Yeah, I mean they basically think Santos is the end game with all this stuff, right? And, and it's ridiculous. It, it, you know, yeah. How do you write a story without talking to the manager of the district, the director of the district, the Mark Woolley? How do you how do you write something like this? How could you I, say I, that people are just kind of going about their way, collecting uh, taxpayer funded salaries, <laughs> and then going out uh, going out your own doing all the things? I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm running, if I'm doing a story, you know, I'm going to go to the source. All right, you know what? I, let me see. Let me let me speak to yeah. Wooly and find out. Is it true or not? That's all. I mean, just I'm go here. to the district manager, the district director, <laughs> and he's been doing it forever, going back to the Zeldin days. You know, hello. You know, I mean, come on. I mean, the whole thing is, uh, when I read it, I spoke to you. I was outraged. I'm sorry to bother you on the weekend on this. But oh. you know, I wanted to get you on, uh, Mark, because you had to clear this up. Because I've known you a long time. I know how the Zeldin office was run. Yeah, 
Uh, not a great situation with Santos. We know. No. Doesn't mean doesn't mean there's a dereliction on the job of duties. Uh, doesn't mean the constituency of that district has gone by way and and you know out the door based on what's going on here. Uh, obviously, you got a special election coming up on the 13th yep. of February. Uh, you'll have a new leader in place. Business yep. will go on as usual. But, you yep. know, I'm really glad you kind of uh, at least set the record straight here, you know? I appreciate it, Jake. Look, there's going to be a new person coming in. Look, I'm here. Uh, I'll be here to help out as far as transition or otherwise. You know, this, this, this work that still has to get done. One thing, if I may, just in closing, sure. I'm very proud of Um service academies we came into this thing and we knew that you could see that there was going to be an expulsion vote and it ended up being a couple of them so we were up against the clock i was able to cobble together about a handful of people to actually work with me in jericho late at night all volunteers to do the interviews so we can get get these young men and women you know the nominations they needed for the service academies we got it done before the expulsion hit because if I didn't get it done, the sergeant of arms would have had to take it over. And I never knew what was going to happen at that point. And these are young people's futures that were at stake. 33 people came in for nominations. 29 got nominations and seven have received appointments. Very wow. proud of that. We got That's it done pretty good. before he was expelled. That, that is so, a, a pretty good deal. So, yeah. you know, folks, and there are plenty yeah. of people yeah. who listen in that third congressional uh, it's in good hands with Mark Woolley uh, as far as all that's going on here. Uh, and pretty much, Mark, right, if people have questions on, yep. on anything as far as, you know, anything within the confines of their area, uh, they could sit well knowing the fact that there are staffers there and Mark Woolley uh, is leading the way as the district director and they'll take care of business, correct? I'm I'm getting ready to uh, head into Douglas this morning. I'm uh, DLIE. I hear the, the the road looks pretty good, so I'm going to head out. Uh, I know my wife's going to kill me, but here it goes. Five one six four two nine nine four nine eight. That's my cell number. I'm here. You need there. You go. Give me a how, how about that? Wooly just gave out his cell number. Okay, so <laughs> what does that tell you, right there? there you go. All right. Okay. Listen, it's great having you. Uh, please Thanks. stay in touch. Anything we we'll could do. do uh, we're there for you, and uh, keep us surprised, okay? Will do. Appreciate it, Jay.